There's a reason I'm wearing Why did girl. you? <laughs> there is a reason. There's uh Do you want to start recording uh on oh, on the Zoom? Oh Uh, hey folks, welcome to the very first episode. Number one. Of a very fancy podcast. A podcast. Podcast? <laughs> a podcast. Uh, from cast. Boston. Uh, no. <laughs> this is a very fancy board Boston podcast. Yeah. That's, that's just turning into something else that I yeah, didn't even start out with. Like a weird cheese thing going on. This is one hit, no wonder. This is, uh, for, for those of you wondering, my name is Matt and, uh, I'm joined by my co-host Nolan. Hello. And we are going to sit here uh, each week for maybe an hour or so and discuss uh, those fancy songs called One Hit Wonders that we all know and love. Oh, yeah. Um, But what makes this podcast a little different from uh, the rest, I'd say, is um, we're not just going to talk about one one hit wonder, one one hit wonder. Uh, (laughs) Each week, we're going to pin up two one hit wonders against each other. We're going to talk about the artists. We're going to break down the songs. And then we're going to take those artists' next most popular songs that didn't quite do so well uh, that you would probably call not hits, and we're going to listen to those. And between those two songs, we're going to determine which artist should rightfully be called a one-hit wonder. So mm-hmm. in other words, we're going to say, okay, I thought this this next most popular song was way better. It should have been a hit. So therefore, that artist shouldn't have been a one-hit wonder. They should have been a two-hit wonder. Um, or just a good band or just maybe. a good band yeah sure um and that's something that I, i'm sure we'll get into plenty of information about is we're going to talk about a lot of artists uh the majority of them are well deserving of more than just one hit wonder some of them some of them are, are just lucky who, who just had that one hit and then they faded into nothingness um yeah <laughs> but yeah i think i think we're going to get into a lot of that stuff uh but each week we're going to pin up two artists that are roughly in the same genre same category um from all different time periods 80s 90s today 50s shoot i mean there's there's a never-ending list of these bad boys so um yeah and we'll also talk about a couple other things uh just music in general uh which we are both huge fans of so we'll get into all kinds of that um we'll talk about some bizarre songs we'll we'll really dive deep into the the ether of the music world and see what's out there. And uh, we'll even try to ruin some of your favorite songs, which we'll talk about be a fun part in the future. For um, me. Yeah. But a little bit of a uh, history about this podcast. This is actually a spinoff podcast, um, which uh, I had the idea of quite a while ago. If you are just now listening for the very first time and you don't know who I am, um, I was a host on a podcast about a year and a half ago called Joyous Eclectic, where uh, two friends and myself, uh, Parker, Chad, and I talked about just the whole vast world of music and all the crazy, stupid things in it. Um, And on that show, we did a segment called One Hit No Wonder that I was always a really big fan of. And I thought, hey, why don't we keep that going? I think that would be a lot of fun. So that's kind of so here what, we what are. Lead to. Yeah. So to, it's a spinoff podcast, you know, like your, your favorite <laughs> spinoffs, uh, like Frasier and, and Joey right. and 
Corey in the house. All Joey. those great spinoffs. Uh, oh, I haven't years. heard about Joey in years. Classic. The best of the Friends spinoffs, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Was there? Were me. there other ones? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. <laughs> there is a there yeah. is a band called Ross from Friends. Um, there's uh, a band. There's yeah. There's a band uh, called Ross from Friends, but uh, I don't think they Lord. have their own show. Um, I think they're just a band. <laughs> Joey, I. I <laughs> I actually watched Joey because my parents were big you Friends did? fans, and I, I, was I remember ask like you, watching the first watch episode. That? Oh yeah, oh, um, and it was it was a nightmare. Uh, it was a tough watch. It was a tough watch. I I remember uh, the the pilot. I, I don't remember at all what happened in the pilot, but I remember coming away from that going, that was a tough watch. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a it was a cringy type of a thing. It uh, was like a it was like an older guy doing a how you doing yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, killed but, it. Uh, Anyways, so a little, uh, that's just a little background on, on where this podcast sort of came from. Um, and I hope that you guys, uh, really enjoy it. Um, yeah. And for us, for Matt and I, so we actually have been friends probably half of our existence on the planet, uh, met in high school, uh, really liked music together, played a mm -hmm. lot of music over the years and have remained friends throughout our different escapades this is all matt's fault by the way he uh the uh, literally this week you uh you came to me with the idea hey i i want to do this this podcast and uh i need a co-host and i said let's do it i don't even know what was going on and this is it's gonna be fun i'm very much looking forward to, to uh to talking about the different different pieces of these maybe one hit wonders yeah I feel like yeah. we're going to get in a lot of juicy, juicy topics. Yeah, a lot of juicy detail. Um, so put the kids to bed. Uh, it's adult time. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's time to get PG-13. Light some candles. Um, Here we go. Crank up some some Al Roker. Uh, <laughs> I, was thinking, 60 minutes. I was thinking Al Green. <laughs> Al and then Green. I said Al Roker. <laughs> crank up your Al Roker because he's going to put some beautiful ASMR into your ears. That's right. Um, Just think of Andy Rooney's eyebrows and you're going to have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, one final thing. We'll also have plenty of very, very special guests uh, joining us on the show, which I don't think Nolan even knows about at this point. But uh, oh boy, you know, we'll have some guest judges talk about these songs with us. I'm Fantastic. really looking forward to it. Uh, but anyways, let's just jump right into it. So, yeah. Nolan, what have you been listening to this week? Oh, boy. Um, well, there were when you asked me this before, I had... There's there's one that I didn't add to the the list that we have, and it's just a silly song. And I go, no, 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 I have to do something serious. And so there's always a revolving door kind of thing that's happening with the music I'm listening to. But there is an artist uh, that is by by the name of Julian Baker. Um, she is just very talented. It's usually just her and a guitar um, and, you know, her and her effects, loops, whatever she uses, and she just writes really great music. Um, but I am a... So Matt and I are very different with the music that we listen to um, and play, and I, I listen to the the heavier, the hardcore, the metal, all that kind of stuff. It It's on my playlist, and so one of the bands that a lot of people probably know pretty well is the Devil Wars Prada, um, who have matured from the screamo, all the crazy ways to describe them all over the place to a, whatever they want to be. Uh, they've gone like metalcore-ish and whatnot. Their sound has just matured. So they're at this level where they can just do whatever they want. And for some reason, now this is like, I don't know, it's been, the song has been out for a couple of years, I think. 
but they decided to cover Julian Baker. And I didn't even know who she was at the time. And it's just such a cool version of the song. Cause the song is great by itself. Julian Baker is, they're not doing it her style, but I, I wanted to kind of give a clip of both. So this is Julian Baker's version of, well, this is her song, Sour Breath. Yeah, so it's kind of like this, this not so droney, but it's just relaxing and the lyrics are just this, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a calm lyrical delivery and whatnot, but she's like singing about such serious things and whatnot. So it's just such, it's like a heavy song. She just writes like music that's like heavy emotionally, yeah. which is super cool. And maybe that's the tie-in. I don't know. Maybe the Devil Wears Prada felt like they could do it because it was so emotionally heavy or something like that. Mm. But their version is also pretty cool. The Devil Wears Prada, which we'll give you now. Yeah, super cool to me. They've got this big build in that part where it's just usually a drone out silent part. And uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I alternate between the two of them, really. Just uh, yeah. I can't get enough of Julian Baker. Like the rest of her discography is fantastic. And uh, I feel like I'm always listening to the Devil Wars products. That's what I'm into this week. I don't yeah. even know. It's like not even like the the new thing I'm into. It's just always on my playlist is those two artists. Yeah. That's, that's really fascinating. I think, I mean, I've, I've known Julian Baker for a long time. Um, she put together a group with, uh, another artist that I really like Phoebe Bridgers uh, yep. called boy genius a few years ago. Boy genius. They, they put out a fantastic record that I highly recommend. Um, but yeah, if you're into kind of, I don't know, I get a lot of uh, like from these modern singer songwriter, like the indie singer songwriter folks, uh, I get a lot of very, like throwback vibes to the folk movement coming out of the 1960s, like your Bob Dylan's and your Joni Mitchell's. Um, I yeah. think, I think artists like Julian Baker and, and Phoebe Bridgers especially are really like bringing that, that music back to the forefront and, and making it, making it more about like the, the actual lyrics of the song that you're, the you're content. writing and the content. Yeah. And yeah. it's super heavy and a lot of it's pretty depressing, but, um, yeah, it's, it's you gotta definitely have to be great. in that sort of a mode. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a mood music for sure. Um, but it's it's great on a rainy day, a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, and I always go yeah. back. To, and she's got such a great guitar tone too, man. Like the, the way that she it. just kind of like has that that simple reverb and like that pre delay going on. It's also it's it, I don't know, it just brings you right into the song. And it's, yep, it's, the finger picking she does. It's really mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it's all just like kind of like the perfect combo. Yeah. Like the chemistry that she puts into the song yeah. with what she writes about and how she delivers it. Yeah. Super cool to me. Yeah. And then, you know, with Devil Wars Prada, the way that they're able to take the same, they're like, they can evoke almost a different emotion uh, with the same lyrics and the same content. Uh, yeah. But, you know, just kind of slapping their brand on it, which exactly, uh, which is what I really like out of a cover, you know, better, it, uh, way more than just 
repeating the same notes and trying to get the same production value and doing right. the, the exact same, like make it, make it your song. Um, exactly. I think exactly. that's really, really nice. Um, and, and I'm not even the world's biggest, uh, Prada fan. Like I, I don't get super into hardcore, but I, I really like when a bands can, can mold their sound into something that's already been created. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I think it was kind of cool too when I when I heard the the original song and then hearing what they did to it. The original song is just its guitar and its vocals, and they've yeah. got a five piece outfit, and so they really had to kind of write yeah. <laughs> all those parts around it. Yeah. It was kind of cool for me, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm what I'm into. What I've been into is that's like really the North Pole, South Pole of what I end up listening to is uh, things things like that. It can go as, as low as that goes, and then as heavy as. Prada. Yeah. but yeah cool that's all i got <laughs> right on um yeah so this week i have been uh well i've been working at home for the past six months uh we're mm. recording this in the middle of the 2020 pandemic that is um not a good thing uh but i've been mm. working at home for the past six months which means i have had no other choice but to dig into a lot of music um and uh i I'm a, a good excuse. Big, yeah, right. I'm a big Spotify listener, um, and and I have this uh, really cool extension. I, I definitely recommend it if you are on Spotify. It's called Rediscover, and what it does is it takes your Discover Weekly playlist every week and it saves it uh, as a new playlist, so you never lose those songs. Because you know, for for those of you that like to be fed new new things but you don't always have time to listen to those playlists this will automatically save it for you so i compiled those playlists into this one giant huge playlist called rediscover and it's just at this point hundreds of hours worth of tunes but i came across right. one the other day that i really enjoyed and i knew nothing about the artist never heard of them before uh but just the immediate uh hook of the song like it, it just kicks in right away it's called uh the song's called molly by an artist called pale hound adding that right now <laughs> yeah uh it's it, it it was pretty great like i i love when a song just jumps out at you um and you you don't need to do any any work on your end to like appreciate it or you don't need to wait for anything right or, um it just it's it's right there and you're like okay yeah yeah this is this is a new favorite um yeah and, that was great i yeah. need to listen to the whole track yeah um yeah the song's called molly and it has a great like breakdown in the bridge too it kind of goes into the like this boonta boonta beat like a boonta 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 like <laughs> kind of just comes out of nowhere right. uh, which is another huge aspect that i really like in songs um if you if you know me and my musical tastes at all i like when songs just pull a 90 degree or 180 degree turn into a something shift. totally different <laughs> um yeah, that's that's my absolute favorite thing. Um, but yeah, I, I I did a little research in this band. Uh, again, they're called Pale Hound, and they're a three piece band. Um, and it's it's sort of the alias of a, an artist from Boston, and her name is uh, give me one second, something or other. Her name is something or other. Um, you know, Ellen Kempner, uh, who I obviously had never heard of before. Um, but the project formed in the mid twenty tens. 
And um, yeah, they, they have a couple records out. Um, this is from a record uh, that was put out in 2015. Um, oh, this is great. I love those album titles. Kitchen. Yeah, Kitchen. Dry Food. Yeah, Dry Food. Yes. That's the name of the, the album that this is on. Uh, and I, I took a look through some of the other songs on the album, and they, they're all they're all bangers dude they all rip um oh that's so fantastic highly recommend especially if you're into like just you know fast moving kind of garagey grungy rock yeah um, and now i know where she writes her music she's in the dining room and she's looking to her yeah. left and sees some dry food <laughs> Boom. says yeah absolutely yeah. and then she looked to her right that's the kitchen that's gonna be a good one right there i wish it was that easy Dude, you know? I, that's the thing is i i look at this kind of music and i, I look at these album titles and these songs and i'm like <laughs> What, how come it's not that easy? Like, it should just be that easy. Like, this sounds like such an easy song. Like, you know, a couple yeah. of people were just jamming and like, oh, okay, yeah, that's it. There's a song right there. There you um, go. But, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's always harder than that. But I, I love that sound. I love that, that like, driving bass. You know, it's kind of a little bit gritty. Um, and Absolutely. I found out that they're on Polyvinyl Records, uh, who also uh, hosts some of my other favorite artists, including of Montreal and Starfucker. Really? And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of, of those kinds of bands. Uh, Caro Caro Benito, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. Um, another super great band. Um, yeah, notable on that is of Montreal. I love them. Yeah. Uh, that has to be your favorite band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Montreal. sure this is not the last time we'll ever talk about them. Uh, <laughs> I am a huge fan of Kevin. Definitely Barnes. not a one hit wonder. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not. Many hit wonder <laughs> yeah. um, of Montreal. Uh, speaking of one hit wonders, why don't we jump into today's Let's topic? Let's do it. This week, we are going to pin up some some heavy hitters. Uh, I figured we'll start out. This is the very first episode. Of course, there's going to be a little bit uh, uh, some some kinks to work out. Um, right. But we're not going to talk about the kinks. We're going to talk about Dexy's Midnight Runner, uh, runners, okay. and uh, Nina. So if you've never heard of these artists, you have. Uh, so again, <laughs> the the rules of this program go like this: We're going to listen to the one hit, then we're going to listen to the other hit. We're going to do a little bit of talking about them and then we're going to play sure. that artist's song that maybe you don't know maybe you know it but maybe you don't know the one that didn't quite hit the charts make the, the, the cut did. it didn't quite yeah. make the cut um <clears throat> and then we're going to talk about those and and see which ones we're digging more um i'm excited yeah i'm really I'm, excited these are fresh fresh ears matt yeah. picked these <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, we'll we'll always give you a little bit of a a little a little taste of the one hit, even though we all know it. We all we've all heard it, but you know mm -hmm. you know it and you love it for a reason. So why wouldn't you want to listen to it? <laughs> uh, let's start out with uh, let's start out with Dexy's Midnight Runners. Um, what do you know about this band? I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I don't. No, what I'm what I've been thinking about as we've been sort of talking about like this idea of this one hit wonder. Uh, uh, sort of a podcast and I'm realizing the songs that I that I see I, I don't recognize the name but if you play it it's like oh of course it's that song yeah. and I have no idea some of the band names I'm like I, I don't know who in the world these people are yeah. and I, I'm, I can't be alone in that like but once the song is on there you're like oh yeah I yeah. hear that at the bar or yeah. whatever you know <laughs> yeah yeah oh man that's great the, yeah these are uh, you're gonna hear a lot of bar songs those songs <laughs> that maybe you you've forgotten about over the years but they they always come back to to find you yeah uh in some way yeah mm -hmm. when you're hanging out at a bar um 
yeah and i'm 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 really excited about this one uh i i know about as much as the casual listener does about dexy's midnight runners um so for for those of you who may not know or have no idea what we're talking about uh Mm. they're known for their song called come on eileen uh, and I, I know you've heard it. We'll play it in just a second, but they're from, uh, England. Yeah. I think they're from like Birmingham, England. England. Uh, they were formed in 1978 and Hello. they went to 1986 and broke up and then got back together for a reunion tour in like the early aughts. Um, but they, mm. they, they put out a couple albums. Um, obviously they, they were known for, for one album that launched their mega hit come on eileen uh, and the music video that came with it uh these guys kind of had a a pretty unique sound for the 1980s i i I would argue that they were a little more influential than people give them credit for Um, really yeah i mean like in in a time when when like synth wave and pop was like ruling the airwaves these guys brought in a lot of like traditional folkier instruments to like mainstream pop music because this is don't get me wrong a mainstream pop tune um, but you know, there's, there's violins rocking throughout here. Um, you know, oh, there's, good. there's all kinds of like funny, like this is one of those songs where there's a hook every second. Like there's, <laughs> there's all like every instrument, they every vocal lightning. part is doing a hook. Yeah. They caught the lightning in the bottle. Yeah. And I mean like it's, it's so damn catchy and <laughs> it's, it's such a good song. Um, I'll stop talking about it. I'll play it. Here's come on Eileen. what's not to like there you know i forgot that song existed <laughs> but now yeah, it's all back it's it's a pretty incredible Lord. song um i don't know there's not much to say about it that hasn't already been said but uh it's it's classic i mean everyone it's a catch it. it's it's a catch you've heard yeah. it in movies um you know you got banjos moving there uh, you've got the the piano just driving along, and then the the drums just going with that double time. You know. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's very good. It, it is a catch machine. It is a catcher's mitt of a song. Yeah, one hundred percent. Hooks all around. Yeah. So the the next hit that we'll talk about, uh, well, rather, <laughs> let's jump into Dexy's Midnight Runners. Let's let's stay on them for a little bit before we play the next hit. Yeah, I want to um, hear the next the yeah. next best. Yeah, so uh, this is obviously their mega hit. Uh, come on, Eileen. They had a few more songs that that real you know diehard fans would consider hits. Uh-huh. Um, Did they have anything that like charted? They had a couple after? of more songs that charted as top twenty singles uh, in the UK really? and the US. Um, but obviously nothing reached the pinnacle of, of fame that this song did. Um, sure. One of their, one of their lesser known songs, uh, is called Jackie Wilson said, uh, and it's, it's, um, is I, this I, one of the ones that charted? I believe the song Jackie charted. Wilson. It charted okay. in a very low 
like low billboards low. um and it was you know after the success of of come on eileen so sure which is so usually they what happens to, they were trying to follow up yeah and it didn't 100%. quite make it yeah. got it so uh jackie I'll play, wilson <laughs> i'll play a little bit of jackie wilson said and uh we'll we'll give our thoughts on that all right harmony kicking in that's oh Ooh. Hey. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this. Dancing to this at the wedding. Oh, I'm loving this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good night. What? I I can't believe that would have charted so low. That's a good song to me. It uh, is. That's a pretty how great do you, song. Come on. I mean, the first part of the song, you got, you have the, you. it's in my head. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, if I heard the whole song, I probably, tomorrow, would be, yeah. you know, sitting there doing that. That's a, that's a hook. So, so this song actually charted at number five in the UK, did not okay. chart in the US. Didn't chart in the U.S. Did not chart in the U.S. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, it, oh it, man, it was um, it was a it was a follow up to uh, their their previous album that had you know come on Eileen on it, um, and and by no means if, on, if you're man. if you're a listener out there and you're like well they had more songs than that yeah obviously they they totally did and uh, oh, you yeah. can argue that there are more popular songs than this uh, for this but they are they um, are put in that category of like one hit wonder because of yeah because Mon their Eileen. one song was just so it was just miles so above big. anything else um, so they're put in that category yeah and I'm looking at come on Eileen I see your your screen there and it's literally chart number one number one number one number mm-hmm. one across the board uh us what is that USAC I don't even know what that means but who cares come on Eileen is just number one Adult all contemporary. over the place. okay yeah. okay but there's ones all over the place. And then where's this one at? Jackie Wilson said yeah. five and seven in the UK, IRL. What is that? Uh, let's see. The, the Irish singles. Chart. Uh, in okay. Ireland. This thing was a banger. This is your <laughs> Irish drinking song to the max. Mr. Wilson said. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and I'm in heaven when you smile. I'm in heaven when I hear that song. Let's go. Yeah, that song's definitely a bop. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, I do wonder though, after mm. the initial uh, hook wears off, you know, does it does it have more to offer? And and we'll talk about that uh, more in a little bit. But for oh, now, okay. I want to jump to Nina. Yeah, Nina. So Nina, another fantastic artist. Um, it's one we know, but we don't realize we know. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, you 100% know this song. Um, yeah. I won't jump into into too much background, but uh, Nina was a singer, or she still is. Um, I'm She's not still even going. Gonna, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her her real name. She's German, uh, but she goes by the stage name uh, Nina. Uh, she's known for the song "99 Left Balloons." Mm. which we all again know we and love do. um this song was originally recorded in german she was a, a german pop artist and she was actually a really big name over there uh kind of a big deal um but you know with the with the fame and success of of that song in particular they uh it, it was somebody's idea and i have no idea who to record some of her songs in english so that they would uh have the chance of charting over in america Right. And this song, of course, did. It um, worked. 
Yeah, so uh I'm genius. This this song is actually um he, I mean obviously it's it's a very poppy <laughs> uplift not uplifting but you know like uh just uh upbeat I guess is the word I'm looking for kind of song. Yeah. Um it's actually about the German invasion of Berlin uh in 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 the 40s. Um, hmm. dropping bombs on, on the city. Uh, I so was going to mention that if you didn't, which yeah. is, it's such a stark difference. It's kind of like before we were talking about Julian Baker mm. and, and what she writes about is so heavy and, but her music is heavy too. Like it's, it's like a kind of like a, a low vibe, not here, no. not with the 99 love balloons. No. That's a poppy upbeat song. And I'm, yeah. I, yeah, they're it's, dropping it's bombs and lyrics. Me. And and I like when artists do that. I like when they yeah. take a like a really wholesome, like happy major key kind of uh, hook, and they put some really deep, mm-hmm. like depressing lyrics to it. Yeah, because um, you can get away with that. You know, you have you have Absolutely. more of a chance of that song being a success. And you know, then you then you wake. People what are they up when singing they, about? Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Um, but I'll go ahead and play a little snippet of the yeah. I believe the original version, uh, the German version of Ninety Nine Love Balloons. The vocal effect. Yeah, some natural reverb going on there. Certified memorable synth bass parts. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. It's just that song just kicks. That's man. it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. around. Yeah, and the, the when it just like you know when the when the verse comes in and it just breaks into that you know. Mm-hmm. The fun fact. Beat. Yeah, fun fact. When I was 16, got my driver's license. The first song I played in my car was this song. Oh really? I had some mix CD. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know whose it was. It wound up in my possession. I didn't make it. Whatever. First song for some reason. Song. Huh. And this is how I started my my young adult driving career. <laughs> I love this is blasting. I can picture you driving down I, the streets. Of I was Ridge. playing it so loud, and people were like, "What? What is? What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? What is he? Who does he think he is?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, that's a little intro on, on Nina, um, her next most popular song and she had a backing band. I, I think the band just went by Nina. Um, yeah. but you know, her, you can call her or the band or whatever, whatever you want. Um, the, but their next most popular song, I, I'm going to absolutely butcher this title. Uh, Nur, Nur Jetrumut, Jetrumut, Jet, hmm, Jetrumut. I don't know. Nur Jetrum. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it like French. I have no idea. Uh, it's German. Um, it's the German one. Yeah, there's two. Uh, uh, what are those called? Umlauts over the A. Um, there's two <laughs> yes. little dots. Uh, in, when in when the, we upload the, the YouTube video, you'll see it. Yeah. It's, um, it's there. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I, I I have no idea what it means. Obviously, it's a German song. Um, but I listened to it earlier. It kicks. Um, let's it just check it out. Oh my. Wake up in the morning, get on my bike, 
Yeah. Definitely a different vibe. I gotta say, nothing special. I mean, like, mm. there's nothing, nothing like like '99 Left Balloons. Yeah, there's sure. there's a, a baseline right there, mm. and it it kicks in, and there's already there's like there's like a, the, the 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 reverb on the voice. There's like notable things, but this one, it's more of a I first impression. I can see how it could be swept under the rug. Right. Yeah. I I I think I kind of agree. Um, yeah. I really think the it does sound good though. It was kind of a cool intro. It, it is a cool intro. I really like the the octave, you know, little bass synth. I, again, whoever's playing like bass in this band, the, the oh yeah, like, you know the the bass guitar or whatever they're, what they're using, doing, like, yeah, like they 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 can really hold down uh, the rhythm section. And I do like the drums a lot in this song. I like the mm. just the constant fast, you know, pss, 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 you know, yeah, uh, just keep it going. It's simple. It's the 80s. I mean, this is a total 80s song. I mean, yes, it you is. You go to a club and and you're going to get down to this. So it's mm. it's nowhere near as exciting as 99 Love <laughs> Balloons. Um, and in my opinion, it's not as good as Jackie Wilson said either. Um, but that's that's right. just my thing. I'm always going to be the guy that's uh, more about the the hook, uh, the, the catchiness. And I think that, sure. that just right off the beginning, like Jackie Wilson said, just has way too much to offer. Uh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. That, that saxophone harmony, just that, that seals it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I really appreciate when a band can just bring in instruments that aren't, they don't fit into the, the pop rock realm, uh, and they can make it work. I, I love absolutely. that. And it, to me, it didn't even sound like they were trying to beat. Come on, Eileen. no, you no, know, it sounded right. like it just was something different because yeah. come on, Eileen, it starts completely different. And now we've got an acapella start like, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. go. And it's a bop <laughs> certified. Um, I think I think we have uh, I think we have uh, uh, come to an agreement on this one. Um, yeah, we we are going to say that um, Nina truly deserves to be. The one hit wonder. The one hit wonder. Now, where, let me ask you this. I asked the same question about Jackie Wilson said, but this Nurgatrimmt, <laughs> however you say it, did it chart? Like, was Ooh, it? Uh, that's a good question. Um, we can, uh, let me look it up. I, I, I don't think so. I honestly don't know. Well, there you have Ooh, it. I, I, yeah, something about chart. There's something on Wikipedia here about chart success. Return to chart success. Oh, yeah. return. Uh, yeah. Um, At the bottom, does it have a... <laughs> probably let's go to it doesn't seem like it's <laughs> so readily available no 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 uh, yeah i How about it i don't know it's probably worth uh doing a little more research for the next yeah. time to see uh what what charted and what didn't uh this song does have <laughs> i can tell you the exact amount of spotify plays it has oh there we um, go yeah i would love to uh we're just singing at 12 million plays for this song wow. which, is, which is really great um not yeah, versus nearly. the 186, <laughs> 186 million. million. Yeah, that 99 Love Balloons sits at. Yeah, there's a big, uh, there's a club mix yeah. in there. Same song. Which I think the club mix is the English version. Um, I mean, yeah. And then uh, just looking at their top five there, I mean, the, it, it's such a stark difference. If yep. you're in the hundreds of millions of listens and your next big hit, it's it's not even a close fraction. No. You no. know, it's a decimal point of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, twelve million is nothing to laugh at. You know, it's it's no. still twelve million. I mean, yeah, I, I would be extremely excited to see twelve million yeah, plays on hundred percent. 
Um, but yeah. you know, and that's usually what happens when, with these one hit wonder artists is, you know, especially now in the digital age, when you have things like Spotify and Apple music, <laughs> yeah. is people are going to, you know, blast the hell out of the, the top song, but then sure. you know, they, it's, it's more accessible now than ever to access. Well, what else did they have? Maybe I'll be into their other stuff. Sure. Um, Even though it's a singles generation for sure. By oh, that, yeah. I mean, release a single, like you used to release an album or a record and mm-hmm. people would go to the record store or CD store and you would buy the record. You don't buy a CD that has one song on it. Right. Nowadays, you you got your Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you listen to, and you can go listen to that one song you heard on the radio. Next thing you know, you're on your next song from whatever the heck. Yep. So I get it. Yep. That's wild. Yeah, I and and I'm I'm hoping to get more into that too as as we keep this show going. Um, talking about you know the singles decades versus the yep. uh, the albums lifetime and <laughs> and and all that kind of thing because I think that that's something really worth diving into. Uh, but for now, I wanted to share one more thing uh, that may change your mind on Dexter's <laughs> oh, Midnight no. Runners. Um, so I I don't know what year this was. This was on like MTV. At, at some point, uh, no, this it is, wasn't. This is a live performance of uh, "Come On Eileen" that I really wanted to share. I found this years ago, and it it made me stop like listening to this band, listening to this song for a long, long time. Uh, and it it, it kind of made me wonder um, if it was really possible that you know the band had had all that talent in the studio, or how much interference there was uh, after studio watching studio magic. Yeah, how much talent. studio magic went into there? Uh, so, Oy. and and I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say okay. he was sick, but the lead singer, don't remember his name. Oof, it's it's rough. I'm gonna oh, play man. a little. I bit haven't of this heard for this. You. I'm ex- I'm I'm excited but scared. Uh, okay, here we go. beginning of that it sort of it sounded like they tuned it it sounded like the the video warped it sounded like the video yeah so i don't think that was it but i heard the screech that sounded like somebody stepped on a cat's tail yeah yeah was was that his voice that was his voice 100 percent. oh no um it's it was rough man i and like i said i want to say maybe he was sick because that was really an unacceptable vocal performance yeah if Um, you watch the video i mean if you're listening to this on spotify or or apple music or whatever i I encourage you to to watch the video and we can put it in the description the link or something like that but he uh he looks like he's not getting enough air or something i don't know he has his hands in the air at one point he's really there's a vein popping yeah yeah um yeah, it was a, oh, it was a very interesting video. But uh, I have a super special uh, guest yeah. here with us to give oh, his good. thoughts on the video. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ollivander, uh, the the wizard uh, who runs the famous wand shop from Harry Potter. Mm. Ollivander, can you please 
please give us your thoughts on on Dexy's Midnight Runners live version of Come On Eileen. Terrible. <laughs> but great. Thank you so much. I, mean, I, I completely agree. It was absolutely horrible. Um, oh, I love but that still you great did to that. See. <laughs> um, Terrible. Uh, Ollivander, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming into the studio today. Mm. We really appreciate it. Um, and all the way have, from Diagon Alley. All the oh. way from Diagon Alley. He, yeah. he took time out of his busy schedule. I know that yeah. school's starting back up. Those kids really need to get their wands. They need their wands. But uh, I'm so glad he could join us in the studio today. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, can you can you uh, have him once once again? I, I kind of missed what he said beforehand. What oh, did he? Sure. What did he? De- how did he describe the video? Oh, I think you're gonna piss him off a little bit here. But Ollivander, oh, can God. you can you give us our, your opinion one more time? Damn. Thanks again. He seems conflicted. I, he, <laughs> it's it's terrible, but but God, is it great? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, what else is there to say about it? You know? It's, yeah. No. It, I mean, they're a great bands. You know, he the, did it. The musicians are doing really well. Um, yeah. It's really just it's it's that that tag on lead singer. Well, I um, guess we can agree then that uh, the true <laughs> one hit, no wonder would be the would be Nina. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Barring so that terrible video. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can forgive old Dexy for the uh, yeah the one bad performance. Um, I'm <laughs> sure there's Dexie. plenty of other great performances out there. Um, <laughs> and if you want to see them, uh, go to this cool new website called YouTube.com, and uh, oh, I'm yeah. sure there's tons of them out there. Uh, mm. But that's that's this week. We can officially put this one to bed, folks. Um, <laughs> so happy that we can clear up that long heated debate um next week we're going to come back with two new songs Mm -hmm. probably from a different decade a different generation entirely uh and i'm very very excited to see what we got so thank you so much for listening to this first episode um next week i i have no doubt will be better uh we're gonna work out whatever kinks there were uh and and please think of this as more of a, a test episode and forgive us for any lack in quality that we did not provide um we appreciate your ears though yes oh <laughs> we appreciate your ears thank you um they're beautiful um the color they are on beautiful. Them, the the amount of hair on them is just right um the, should we <laughs> should we leave them with my personal favorite of the of the day was uh the the not not the hit hmm. from dexie but but uh, what is it, Jackie? What do you want to go out? You want to go out on Jackie Robinson? I would love. Here? Yeah, is it Jackie Robinson? Jackie, Jackie Wilson. Jackie said. Wilson. Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Wilson, because he did say he. Yeah. Well, I wonder what he said. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in heaven when I'm with you. Um, Maybe that's I mean, what he said. Probably what he said, since that's the subtitle of the song. But. Uh, I, I also, maybe, maybe he said something else. Hmm. I'm not sorry if this song gets stuck in your head for the next week. <laughs> What did I say? I said, get in my car today. What? Thanks, guys. Uh, We'll see you next week.